0: So every week, we explore a new topic that can help us feel better and become better cooks, and then I share a recipe with you so you can cook along with me if you want. You can always find the recipes and the transcripts from the podcast on my website, thefromscratchbody.com. Life is short, so let's make it sweet. But let's not make it shorter by living off of refined sugar every day. Welcome to the From Scratch Body We're going to go through five sugar alternatives that will get you more creative in the kitchen and your blood sugar more stable. Why should we minimize sugar? Sugar is something we are trying to avoid more and more. It has been associated with many serious diseases, including obesity, heart disease, diabetes and cancer, to name a few. There is no reason to panic and be deadly afraid of all sugar. The main reason to be aware of sugar and the so-called bad sides to it is that we just get way too much of it in our diet through ready-made food and food at restaurants. When we cook at home, we can take control of our intake and not add to the amount of sugar we are already consuming, sometimes unwittingly. So here are five sweet and much healthier alternatives to refined sugar. Number one is honey. The great thing about honey is that it is high in antioxidants and we want those. Antioxidants can help prevent diabetes, inflammation, heart disease and cancer. Did you notice that I mentioned quite a lot of the things that sugar will actually promote whereas honey will fight them. However, it does also contain fructose, or fruit sugar which we definitely want to consume in moderation so honey is a great alternative to sugar but that doesn't mean that we should go crazy with using it. Also it's worth noting that honey if you think about it is insanely sweet so you can use just a small amount in most cases and that will do the trick and that in itself is a great reason to use it. Number two is maple syrup. Maple syrup is made by cooking down the sap from maple trees. It is still a sugar, but it is an unrefined sugar, unlike normal sugar or syrup that you would use like golden syrup. It contains over 20 different antioxidants, but it still raises your blood sugar levels. So just like honey, go easy when using it. It is also a super sweet sweetener so you only need the tiniest bit. Do be aware when you see something that says maple syrup containing in the shops because I have come across things that they try and sell as a maple syrup blend and things like that and when you actually look at the back it contains about 15% of maple syrup so you want the pure maple syrup that is where it's at. Number three is monk fruit sweetener. A natural sweetener extracted from the monk fruit contains zero sugar and contains no calories or carbs. Not that calories or carbs are bad. You do need those. But it's just interesting to know, right? It is about 100 to 200 times sweeter than sugar, apparently. I don't know how they measure that. But be careful, again, when buying monk fruit sweetener to make sure that you know whether it is pure monk fruit or mixed with other sugars or molasses, because this is often the case. Number four is stevia. Stevia is another plant-based sweetener and actually lowers your blood sugar levels as well as your blood pressure and insulin levels. So this is a great option. It is quite pricey sometimes, but again, like monk fruit sweetener, it is many times sweeter than sugar. So you need way less. And this one also contains zero calories. Number five is the natural occurring sugars in fruit and berries. When you bake or cook with fruits or berries, I would really recommend trusting that the naturally occurring sugars are more than enough to sweeten what you're making. And the flavors are often much more exciting than just sweet, sweet sugar. Remember, I talked about this with my blackberry jam recipe. For instance, I use cooking apples a lot. And if you eat one of those raw, they are super tart, way too sour even for me. But the second I slice them up and simmer them in water, they become so lovely and sweet. I use these apples for my homemade apple sauce and no sweetener is needed. The same goes for baking with banana or adding some dried or fresh berries. They are naturally so sweet and that sweetness is released through cooking. So give some of your recipes that contain fruit or berries a go without adding much or any other sweetener. And you might find that the lovely natural flavours get a chance to come out more too. I would in general encourage you to embrace other flavors than just the sweet sugar taste when making something indulgent. For example, I have hot cocoa with just hot milk and cocoa powder, no sweetener of any kind. When milk is heated, we perceive it as sweeter. So there is plenty of sweetness there and also that lovely bitterness of cocoa is actually awesome if you aren't too concerned with trying to copy the taste of a store-bought hot chocolate which you will see when you read the ingredients is normally packed with sugar. Embrace nature's awesome flavours and your body will get an easier ride too. Which sugar alternative is your favourite? Post on Instagram and tag me at thefromscratchbody and use the hashtag thefromscratchbody so I don't miss it. Now we're going to make apple pancakes. It's apple season, guys. You probably know by now that I'm pretty crazy about apples and we don't have to use them in boring, expected ways. The lovely tartness of an apple mixed in with pancake batter, for example, spices up your autumnal breakfast. I'm sure you will love this one. This is apple pancakes for two people. You need one large apple, one egg, two tablespoons of neutrally flavoured oil, a three quarter cup of buttermilk. So this is about a pint glass. If you don't have buttermilk, you can make your own quick fake buttermilk by substituting uh, a pint glass of milk with some white vinegar, about two tablespoons or some lemon juice, or you can use kefir as well. You need one cup of wholemeal flour one tablespoon of baking powder one tablespoon of cinnamon that is where you get the autumnal lovely flavor from especially mixed with the apple and optional but i love this one tablespoon of ground cardamom this is what you do if you are making your own fake buttermilk then mix the milk with the vinegar now or you can use lemon juice as i said in a glass and set it aside Call the apple, you can choose whether you keep the peel on or take it off. The peel does contain quite a lot of nutrients, so... I would recommend to keep the peel on. However, if it's not an organic apple or you didn't pick it straight from a tree, if you bought it in a shop, then I would recommend really rinsing it properly because pesticides can remain on apple skins quite a lot. Either way, after you have got rid of the core and the seeds of the apple, you grate the whole thing. In a bowl, mix the buttermilk, the egg, Oil, flour, baking powder, and the spices you're using well together. Then, bit by bit, add in the grated apple and mix everything well. Heat up a frying pan and add a bit of oil or butter in the pan and make smallish pancakes, about the size of your hand is best, and flip when needed. Serve hot, recommended definitely, with whatever you want on the side, like some maple syrup, honey or yogurt, or even more apple. A vegan option here, you can definitely use a milk substitute. It doesn't have to be cow's milk. You can also choose one of my egg-free binders. So listen to that old episode to find out what you can use instead of egg and leave that out. For more sweetness as you probably noticed I didn't add any sugar or even any maple syrup into the mix itself. You can add some in if you want to sweeten it up especially if you're using a really tart apple but remember that sweetness can be added after as well as a topping. Did you make the apple pancakes? How did they turn out? Share on Instagram and tag the from scratch body so I don't miss it and I will see you next week.